along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. One and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, right here from the haunted BZ estate in Groveland, Massachusetts. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. With me, all the way from the land of the East Bridgewater, is the blonde bombshell herself, Anne Kerrigan. Well, good evening to you, too. How you doing up there at the VC Estate? Yeah, I wish you were here. I know, that would be fun. Yeah. Sorry. It's a cool place. (laughs) I know. Unfortunately, I'm leaving, so that's kind of sad. Oh, Why? They doubled my rent. Ah, oh, rat bastards! <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that on uh, on Togi Net? I don't no. know. I just did. Yes. No. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we uh, have an exciting weekend coming up, don't we? Yes, we do. I'm and, very excited. And, yeah, and, and the exciting part is is driving with me for three hours. Well, Oh, absolutely. That's the, the part of the trip I look forward to the most. Can't wait. Okay. So listen to you piss and moan the whole way. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> All right. So uh, evidently you are pimping, um, uh, what, likes on our Facebook page now? Yes, yes. Well, we got a few. We got... Uh, I think we got about 10 today, so, you know, that's exciting. So so what's the deal? I mean, were you looking for 500? But, I mean, what, what, you don't win anything. What, what, what difference does it make? I don't know. I just, I logged on today. I'm like, oh, we have almost 500 likes. Yeah. So we're nearing it. And I just thought I would encourage people to go to Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation and like our page. And um, I don't know. It's a nice round number, 500. Okay. Yeah, but I remember you saying that that 100. I know, right? And now we're and almost 500. That's exciting. 800 you started pimping. And then, <laughs> but anyways. Uh, I just want people to like us. Oh, uh, well. Well, you can <laughs> pretend to like us. You don't even have to like us. <laughs> well, you have to like us if uh, you want to see the page. So. Well, you can pretend. How it works. Yeah. Anyways, so we got a, another good show. We have someone who's um, been a, a good friend of mine for quite a while. That's a question mark. <laughs> Hello. Oh no, Ron. Oh my I, goodness. It is I, Jim Stone. What are you doing? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. And I feel for you spending all that time in a car with Ron. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God can, somebody understands. And can I, when I like the page, can I like just the you half of it? Oh, of course. 
Okay. <laughs> just ignore Ron. Just ignore Ron, Jeff. Most people do. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a long trip. <laughs> Shall well, we tell them where we're going? We have to Laura after nine hours to Gettysburg or whatever it was, three oh. days, whatever it was. Laura wins the prize. <laughs> That's why I flew down. <laughs> <laughs> Smart but, man. Anyway, um, you, you, one of your best friends, of course, is Mike Markowitz, uh, who is yep. a EVP specialist. And uh, Jim uh, is our EVP specialist. And, and, and as I mentioned, a, a friend of mine for a while now. And they're both delving the same thing, but I, I think a little differently than each other. And I think that's because they put their own little spin on it, their own little. I hate this, their beliefs, I guess it, it is, uh, which is good. You still there? Yep, yep, sorry. It's it's cutting in and out on the Skype. Um, it is? Yeah, at least uh, here. You know what? Maybe, maybe Rook can uh, call you and you can come on the line, just on the telephone line, see what happens with that. That's fine if that's what you want to do. Um. I'm fine, but I mean, whatever. Anyways, uh, so EVP gems, gems. There <laughs> he goes. I mean, how did you get into it? I got into it by a little article in a newspaper for an EVP session training uh, class at Circles of Wisdom, and it was taught by Karen Mossy. And it was about the same time the movie White Noise came out. So I went to the class and got hooked. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, how did you learn? Is that something you can learn by easy by yourself? You can learn by yourself. It's good to have someone teach you uh, or help you out with a few pointers. Uh, I know when I first started out, I spent, I think, two hours analyzing what turned out to be a, a clanging radiator. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, you know, I thought there was something here. It has to be an EVP, and it wasn't. So uh, it's good to have somebody you can talk to and uh as you go on and think you get an EVP, it's good to have somebody you can send it to to have them listen to, see what they, uh, see if they're picking up what you what you hear. But it's important not to tell them what you think you hear. You know, just send, hey, I've got something in this recording. Mm -hmm. Let me know what you hear. And if they hear the same thing, it might be something. Right. And, and one thing that, that you do, and, and I find it actually uh, lacking in a lot of uh, cases, is using the two recorder system. Right. And what, why do you use two recorders? Well, back to that radiator incident. I uh, use two recorders because they found that if you get the same voice on both recorders, it's most likely environmental, same voice or sound. And that traditionally, uh, a spirit voice will only come through on one recorder. So I always have two, and I go back to the other one and, and listen to that and see what I'm, see if I hear the same thing. And if I don't, I might have something. Uh, a good case is we were at the uh, Haunted Mansion and Garden at the S.K. Pierce Mansion. Right. And Ron, Ron Jr., Clay, and I were up in the upstairs office, and I had the DR60 and uh, QR90 going. And I'm listening to the 60, and I thought for sure I hear uh, a nice EVP, so I processed it a little bit. And then little voice said, go listen to the other recorder. And the other recorder is a higher quality one. And what it actually was was Ron Jr. mumbling under his breath. And cars, I picked it up. Right. Cars coming. 
but on the DR60, it was very EVP-ish. Right, because the DR60 is not a good recorder. No, no. it's not. It doesn't do a good job reproducing right. voice. But when you do get an EVP on it, it it's, it's, it's really good. And okay, I'm back. You're back? I'm back. Just oh, that's a know. shame. But we don't see your picture anymore. That's because she's not there anymore. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she, she is now audio. You actually sound better. We don't have to listen to you typing on the keyboard, too. So oh. it works out. Okay. But, All right. So anyways, oh. uh, we, we were talking a little bit why Jim used the, the, the two-recorder system. And, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. Because so many times you'll hear a faint voice uh, that somebody will offer as EVP evidence. Right. And they'll say, well, nobody was talking. And, and how do you know that? Because I said so. Okay, but at least if you're using a two-recorded system, you have evidence that if somebody was talking or not. You'd hear it, right. Right. And back at the SKPS Mansion, we had a case where having a really good recorder and the DR60 paid off because we all heard... Uh, the whole Enos voice, yes. Remember that? Right, yeah, that was a, a different, that was not an EVP, though. That was a well, audio. Yeah, but that's where the two recorders. We were right. trying to get EVPs, and we actually, instead of an EVP, we actually got a spirit voice coming from the other room. Right. And when you listen to the recording, Canera's all reacting to that voice. Mm -hmm. So it was something we heard. DR60 didn't get anything, but the uh, QR90 did. Okay. So for those who don't know what EVPs are, uh, we've actually got a, a, some that we're going to play, but I didn't want to go into a lot of them because, number one, they don't come through great in the air anyways. They, so uh, the best way to listen to them, of course, is with a headset. So you and I did an investigation at uh, Wood Island Lighthouse. Uh, been a couple of years now, right? Right. Right. And uh, one of the voices we captured w was a name, and I believe it was David, right? Yeah, we believe it sounds like David. So we're going to ask Roy if he can cue that David up and play that for us, please. All right. Can you get to Whoa, four times. Can you get Whoa, five. Can you get to the Nine. It's a full <laughs> Wait, the recording. Can you get three times. You're having to repeat it three times, the recording, so we're getting nine. Oh, yeah, maybe it's re already recorded three times. Uh, really. Sorry about that. That might be our bad. <laughs> Sounded like a bullfrog there for a while. <laughs> but we heard it is uh, if anyone has experience with the DR60, you never hear a voice this clear in the DR60. So the fact that it was clear means it didn't come through the microphone. Okay. Nine times. Nine times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The interesting thing is, is when you did hear it, everybody, their, their mouths just dropped because it was so clear. I mean, nobody said anything. We just were playing and all of a sudden it just came out. Right. It was just very clear. Uh, so that, that was kind of cool. Uh, before I go on, I do want to mention one thing. Uh, it was uh, Nate's birthday recently, so I want to wish him a happy birthday to and then give him a shout out. Shout out. Uh, yeah, he's to, in chat tonight. He's been he's been MIA the last couple of weeks. Nice to see him back. And happy birthday. There you go. 
So anyways, so that's that was a, an exceptional one, I, I think, yeah. anyways. Yeah. At that same investigation, uh, we were upstairs, right? And there was a bunch of us in this little room. It was four of us sitting. Yeah, yeah was, I think it was more than that. There was quite a few. Oh, Russ was there too, and Teresa. Okay. Yeah, and there was a closet door that was supposedly open. And in fact, one time they had opened it when they lived there. Russ and his wife were lighthouse keepers, and they, they had a lot of parallel experiences there. Yeah. And she told us one time she opened that door and there was a man standing there, and it was a closet. But oh my God! Did he come out of the closet? <laughs> Did he come out of the closet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll let that one go. <laughs> That's usually a Ron thing. <laughs> Not that there's that. anything wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that that room, we were asking questions, and then we we got this other one. Now I I, I think I was doing a talking on this. I'm not sure, but we're gonna play the next one, and then we'll comment on it after we play it. And I believe it's called. Do you know, do you like us? So can we play that, please? Okay. Yeah, there we don't go. get that one nine times. That's good. That's okay. What? Oh, yeah, there's three times. Yeah. <laughs> that so was that, very clear. Yeah. And it's... That actually is a little shorter because there's more in there, too. There was right. actually screaming after that. We get screamed at a lot. But that one was, uh, uh, when I do an EVP, I like to do minimal processing to it. Mm -hmm. And about the most I'll do is, is denoise and amplifier. That, that's it. So I don't usually speed it up or slow it down or reverse it or put it through all kinds of filters. Because I figure if the spirit wants me to hear it, it's gonna, they're going to make it so I can hear it. That's actually sound advice, but I mean, there are people that actually play them backwards and yeah, and slow them down. To you guys. <laughs> okay, Ron, we got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but then you get yourself if if you're messing with it, if you're editing it and filtering it and doing all kinds of stuff to it, if you're not actually introducing something yourself. Well, that's the thing. I mean, um. Steve Parsons, my co-host from Ghost Chronicles International, his uh, co-founder of Parascience, the, the organization that he founded, she's a PhD and she's working on her doctorate on uh, EVPs, but oh. she's looking at it as a psychological effect of EVPs. So why we hear what we hear. And it, it may have to do with audio matrixing. Right. Where mm -hmm. we're actually looking for reckoning something we can recognize and say oh that sounds like and okay. so that's where a lot of these evps may be coming from we don't you know we can't say that i'm sure that that's uh she's going to spend years doing this i think it's three years that she's going to be working on this she's going to oh yeah can you imagine wow, whatever can you imagine that in spending three years listening to evps <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, it's more than that. It's actually test. You have to test the people and on different right. things. I don't know. I think I think it'd be pretty interesting. I mean, if that's all that I, you know, if I didn't have to worry about work and I didn't have to worry about, you know, income and things like that, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't mind doing that. Mm -hmm. Be perfectly yeah. honest. <laughs> really. Um, yeah. And I had some I had some friends of mine who have. Um, a paranormal group, and they just went out to Rose Island last weekend. 
and oh, I'm 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 kind of dying to talk uh, to my friend Gloria, and the the group is uh, Night Hunters Paranormal, and oh, yeah. uh, uh, she and her husband are members. So I'm really I I haven't had a chance to uh, scoot up to town hall and see her and, and hear about their trip, but I'm dying to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what happened? Did they spend the night there? They did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's an excellent place. Uh, but when you were there, you didn't get any EVPs, though, did you? No. Oh, who, who, me? No, not no, you. Me. Oh. Jim. Birds okay. are too loud. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot of birds there, which which introduces a whole new uh, audio distortion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and some of those birds almost sound human, if you listen to oh, their yeah, calls. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. And it was the night of the super moon, and it was the right. full moon closest to the Earth. It was, oh, right. It was the end. You know, three in the morning, we're running around the island, and it's like daylight. It's great. Oh, that was awesome. Wow. Uh, that was shortly after you went. I believe you went out there one foggy night, Ann, didn't you? Yeah. We were there. Mm. March. Yeah, it, 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 was, it, was a, it was a couple of weeks or, or a week. It wasn't very, yeah, it was very close to when you guys went. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember seeing pictures of that supermoon, and I'm like, oh, I wish we were out there. I, You know, I'd love to get back to the old barracks and spend some time in there when... Maybe the birds aren't around. Well, actually, the old bar- the old barracks they uh, made into guest rooms now. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah, they're very very nice. They have airtight uh, doors and windows. Oh. Uh, the, the bir- yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I'd love to see that because those those were cool. Last, you know, just by themselves. The barracks. Last year, uh, about this time, uh, in horrible weather. Um, Jeremy and I and Dave, who uh, runs Rose Island, uh, drove us out to the island, just the three of us. And we went out and we did a lot of experiments there. Just and then he left for the night, and just was Jeremy and I. So it was it was interesting. Um, but in all fairness, we did not get the same amount of activity as we did when we went uh, at the full moon, at the super moon there, mm-hmm. to the table. Yeah. With the table tipping, which yeah, is amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, th- those who have not seen a table tipping uh, uh, film, it, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, there was a huge table and uh, seven of us on it with our hands above the table on top of it and taking them off at times. And that table was rocking and turning and twisting. It was amazing. So when we went back there, uh, that's one thing we wanted to, to see if we could uh, kind of fake that even. And... So we got there and we tried moving it ourselves and we, we couldn't do it at all. No, and that was working to do it in unison to get it. Well, that was a heavy oak table. Yeah. So that 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 was kind of interesting on the uh, Rose Island. But uh, you and you and you out there, it was also foggy in, right? Didn't you go out in the boat? Yeah, we went out. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was um, foggy when we left or when we went over. I think it. I think it was clear when we went over, but we came back out and went to go to the boat, and it had completely the fog had completely rolled in while we were in there, and mm-hmm. I was petrified. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh my god, how are we gonna find our way back? And but um, David, um, uh, last name's escaping me. Yeah, that's right. And um, what? That's okay. I don't remember um, it. Either. The the gentleman that 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 owns the uh, you know yeah, he does yeah, the yeah. boat yeah. back and forth. Uh, anyways, he's he's a very able 
uh, captain and got us back absolutely no problem. So didn't seem to concern him in the slightest. <laughs> no, in fact, when, when uh, um, Jeremy and I went out there, he uh, took us out and it was a raining, stormy night. In fact, the water was going over the boat when we went out there. There was no uh, surf, no windshield uh, wipers. Uh, yeah, and then he came in and pulled a 360 right into the dock. Just yeah. flipped it right in. Yeah, he's amazing. He's yeah, amazing. he's a, that's a good word for it. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to go back to it and speaking about another lighthouse. This is one of the classic EVPs that, that you uh, uh, got. I hate to say got, but how would you say it? Captured? Captured. 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 That's a good idea. Yeah, got doesn't sound too good now. Uh, and this is from uh, Portsmouth Lighthouse. And this is the EVP. It says, uh, I think it should check the light. And can we play that one, please? I think you should check the light. I think you should check the light. I think you should check the light. Yeah, they got no. a little close, a little close, close to, the, to the okay, but yeah, you can still hear it. Do you hear it, Dan? I couldn't. I couldn't hear. I could hear something. Yeah. But I. I wasn't making out what it was. So. Play it one more time and and listen closely to the last one, Ann. You'll hear the okay at the end. Okay. I think you should check the light. Did you hear it that time? I did. I didn't know if he was going to play it again, so I didn't. I wasn't going to say. Yes. And this one, you know, this was at the end of an, uh, a public public event we had to raise money for the lighthouse. It was a ghost tour. And it was the end of the night. We were all packed up, and Ron and I were on the balcony of the Portsmouth Harbor Light looking at Whaleback. And everybody else was about 100 yards away at the uh, keeper's house. Mm -hmm. And the lighthouse was between us and the keeper's house. We were on the opposite side. So we know that the voice didn't come from anyone around us. We were up there, you know, how, how tall right. is that light? I don't know. 85 feet. 85 feet. I was going to say 1,000, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like that looking down. But anyway, this was so clear that you played it back in the DR6 and you could hear it. And all I did to this was amplify it a little bit to bring it up. But it was a, a really good one. Yeah. In fact, the same night we captured another one on a balcony, too. Yeah, do you have that one? No, we don't. Okay. Uh, basically, it was, uh, it was me talking. And I says, do you like us being here? And we have, uh, he said, yes. Yes. And it's important, you know, an important point to make is when you do an EVP, you have to look at your surroundings and make sure that you're, you're not picking up voices that are near you. Mm -hmm. uh, and another interesting aside, you heard the okay. We did one of the ghost cruises out of Rye. Right. And when we were off Portsmouth Light, I, I asked Joshua a question and I got the same okay. You know, same sounding and everything. It was pretty cool. It's interesting, and I think uh, Mike Markowitz was telling me this, that he has voice recognition recognition software, which is extremely expensive, according to him, and I would think so, too, right? Yes. And so I, I'd like to – what is he doing with it? You know, is he be able to take an EVP and see if it's comparable to the same voice, other words, at different times and different words? Well, it's been done. It has? Yeah, by the Italians. Uh, Damn Italians. The, the last EVP conference <laughs> I went to in Atlanta, 
there were some folks over from Il Laboratorio in Italy, and what they're doing, they're using uh, forensic software to analyze voices, do you know, voice analysis on recordings and stuff to see if you know the criminal was saying this or that. And they did some experiments where they took EVPs and they went to the loved ones and asked the loved ones if they had recordings of those people while they were alive. And they put the recordings into the system with thousands of other recordings of voices. And they were picking out uh, matches between the EVPs and the voices from when the people were alive. It's interesting. When I first started uh, doing this, I met a, uh, Brian, the uh, monk. He's a Franciscan monk. And he always told me this story about the uh, University of Stockholm who did this uh, uh, deprivation chamber buried in the ground. And they put recorders in it. And they heard a voice in it. <laughs> And it was a German voice. So they oh actually, the language lag, well, they didn't know what it was. They just knew it was in different language. They took it to the language lab and they came up and said it was German. And then they actually went on even farther in using voice recognition software. They determined it was Hitler's voice. Wow. So, really? I, mean, I mean, I never heard it. I never knew anything about this. I mean, this is from a, a fairly reputable source of the person telling me it. Uh, so, but it's an interesting thing. Uh, but does that necessarily mean that Hitler's ghost was there? Or is it just a voice that was captured somewhere and something? It sounds like it was, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, even that, but maybe it was more of a recording than a, uh, an intelligent. Or a residual? Yeah, a residual. I mean, okay. I mean you're not, if you're not there to record it and understand it, if you're not, you know, you, you don't know where the voice came from. Otherwise, you don't know if you actually could hear it audibly with your ears. Right. Or was it just manifested on the recorder? Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, we're coming up to the break. Uh, you're listening to. Uh, well, actually, we have still a few more seconds. But uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick. Our special guest is Jim Estonia, EVP specialist. And uh, we're going to come back. We've got a few more EVP, EVPs we want to play, <laughs> and. Um, We'll be right back after the following messages right here on uh, Tojinet, uh, Pararex, um, Ghost Channel. You could be listening on your smartphone or podcast. We'll be right back. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. 
Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our special guest, Jim Stonier, Mr. EVP. <laughs> Mr. EVP? Mr. EVP. Okay, I thought, whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Here we are. We are going away this weekend, by the way. Uh, Ian and I are going to Benford Hall in Lenox, Mass., right? Yes, yes we are. Oh, yes, and we are. So we're kind of excited. We're going to be taping some shots, uh, some different shots, S meaning shot shots. Is there an shot R in there? Could be. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Jim is actually allowing me to take his DR60, uh, so hopefully we, I'll try getting some EVPs. So. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, yeah we're uh, going uh, to bring the... Uh, the cameras from EBC TV and do a little uh, shooting, and hopefully we'll we'll have a nice uh, a nice live show for everybody. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really excited. The place looks phenomenal, um, and I just you know I think it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, we'll find out. Anyways, uh, Jim, the DS60. You know, you know that I'm not an EVP guy, right? Right. I've all I've always been blessed with you know really good EVP people around me. I mean Karen Marcy to start with, and then you filled right in after that. So uh, and and you know even Mike I, I've worked with before. So I've always had people to do it, and I really never did it myself. But uh, when I w went to this lighthouse that we went to, what was the name of that one? Goat Island. Goat Island Lighthouse. You actually allowed me to to use it and I had a blast with it. I got all kinds of voices and things and everything else. It was totally cool. So I'm all excited and hopefully I will get something anyways. But Yeah, I I I share your uh E V P challenge because I am fortunate that <laughs> I've always had people who were good at it around me as well because I'm I'm not very good at it either. And, well you know uh, what this weekend you will no longer be an EVP version. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Ann, my real breakthrough moment was that OK recording on the, at the lighthouse. Oh, really? Up, up to then, Ron used to accuse me of having EVP ED. <laughs> I'm, I, I always say that I'm uh, EVP challenged, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's me. So. Anyways, I want to go back to a couple more clips, uh, and and some of these have never been heard on the 
the radio before, so this is kind of neat. And then, uh, as you know, I, I taught a class class in uh, paranormal CSI for Northern Essex, and uh, I had a, a lot of people in the in the class. And part of the, what they did is they collect evidence and, and did EVP and. And Jim actually came in and did the EVP segment for my class, which was awesome, because as I mentioned before, I really don't do it. So we were in the green room right here at Beasley, and uh, one of the students uh, was looking for a better grade, so he was trying to coax the spirits into uh, giving them an EVP so he would have a better grade. So, Roy, if we can uh, queue up uh, the green room EVP thing, uh, original green room thing, please. If you respond, I could really use some extra credit. If you respond, I could really use some extra credit. If you respond, I could really use some extra credit. All right. All right. This is all right. Uh, I, I, when they put these together, they didn't leave any really space after the, the EVP, so uh, it, it makes it a little difficult. But uh, if, if you listen again, it says, uh, I could use some extra credit. It says, all right. <laughs> which is like the spirits. Uh, I'll help you out there. Yeah, we'll help you out. Okay. <laughs> so so well, he was... Nice. They took what's pity that on him? I said it's nice that the spirits took pity on the poor guy. Yeah, well, you know, so, some of the, the uh, spirits that are supposed to be here are nuns, you know, so it was either get a slap on the wrist or, uh, you know, a helping hand. <laughs> but the interesting thing about that was that gentleman had never captured an EVP in his life. He didn't. That was the first he had ever even heard of him, actually. Mm -hmm. So it, it was kind of neat that that came through. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, it's quick, you know, it's quick, and I wasn't really sure what it said, but yeah. I definitely heard it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I guess, is when they put the, the clips together, they, they put them really close to the EVP, so it, they when they replay them, it gets kind of clipped a little kind of. Anyways, if you hear the last one, you can hear it a little bit better. Um, but anyways. Well, I had one once in the kitchen. Remember where we? I asked if he was down there? And he said no. Oh, that was here, right. Yeah. Uh, yep, you were in the kitchen here at Beasy, and uh, you asked the EVP, and what was it? I said, are you down here? And he says, no. <laughs> Smart ass. All right. <laughs> Must have been a woman. Must have been another spirit. <laughs> So anyways, I have two other clips that have actually never been played before, and I'm, I'm hoping they're going to come through a little better than the, 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 the other ones. Uh, I want to play clip number one, and this was captured in Tingsboro, Mass., in a, a real old, old house, and it says, I love you. Um, so can we have the I love you clip, please, Roy? I don't know. Can play that again, please? Can we play that again, Roy, please? Roy? 65, I love you. That's right. There is a little bit more. There is some speaking on it, and it says something like, uh, uh, I'm 65 and I love you. I think that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, I, but, I couldn't. I couldn't uh, make out the beginning of it. I heard the "I love you." Yeah, but it's, no. is it two different voices? 
Uh, I don't know. Can, Roy, can we play that again? We're going to listen and see if we can capture it. A man and a woman. Yeah, definitely uh, a man uh, and a woman. Oh, isn't that sweet? They've been married in 65 years, and they, they still love each other. Oh. Uh, sort amazing. of like St. Jan and me, huh? Huh? Sort of like St. Jan and me. That's right. There That's you go. right. <laughs> so the next uh, clip we have, and, and this will be the last one for the night, it's uh, the same place. It was the barn, actually, at, at this place, and I believe, in Tingsboro. And um, it's the Get Out clip. Can we play that, please? Did you hear that one? I, I heard it. I don't know what it's saying. Okay, that's fine. Like I said, it's tough on the radio, so we understand. But you can actually hear Janet uh, uh, Rucker's voice talking a little bit, and I think Clay is the second voice there, and it says, get out. And it's a woman's voice saying, get out. Yeah, get out. Oh, okay. After you do this well, you can pick these things up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. And I don't have, you know, I I only have one headphone, you know. I just have a headset on, so I'm not getting it in both ears. So stick your finger in your other ear. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Right, all right. <laughs> and, and let's let's actually address that problem because this is an EVP, but it is also an MP3. Uh-huh. Right. So explain to us what an MP3 is and, and what's the difference between like when you're recording it and how it ends up as an MP3. Okay. <clears throat> what an MP3 is? MP3 is a compressed format, meaning you lose some information when it's recorded. What I always do when I transfer from the recorder is I always save it as a .wav, a WAV format, which is a lossless, is lossless. So you have everything there that was there. And then later on when I'm playing with, and that takes a lot of space, that's one drawback, but at least you don't lose anything. So you get as good as what came off the recorder. Um, you know, so you are dependent, since it's a digital recorder, you're, you're, uh, at the mercy of what the engineers did when they designed the recorder, what, how many losses they have in that. But at least uh, saving initially to a WAV file, you're not going to lose any more information. And then when you're playing with it, you want to distribute it. Once you get it all filtered, you can save it as an MP3. But it basically is compressed file, though, right? Yes, it is compressed file. Right. So right. And, that's, and I, I know that's, that's the problem, and, and Mike has mentioned that to me many times, because the, the WAV file you know, is going to be clearer. Right. And, and the problem is, like, when I'm editing, I have to bring it in to my particular edit system. We use a Final Cut Pro system. If I'm, if I'm going to make, you know, a show or a clip or whatever, um, I have to convert it to an MP3 because it won't accept a WAV file. Right. Um, yeah, well, when you're producing an MPEG file anyway, which is a compressed format. Right. right. But, you know, it's all... It, it's it's just technology. It's it's uh, it is what it is, I guess. You know. Yeah, and you know you're you're going to be broadcasting this over TV, and mm-hmm. God knows how many conversions it goes through there. So, yeah, the, it's probably not hurting you. No, right, right. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people when they they listen and they hear it originally, and then they, when they they 
convert it to an MP3, they say, oh, it doesn't sound the same. And that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. But anyways, we're here at uh, Easy, as I said, and uh, I don't know, Jim, it's kind of strange here. That's right now. I, uh, I don't know. It's got a strange feeling. It's almost like someone's watching or listening to us. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's now now VC. Haven't they seen um, a, a, is it a, a nun there? Somebody they, seen? Uh, yes, they have. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's years of nuns. Yeah. <laughs> Now he's really scared. And actually, one of the 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 the, the apparitions, the the report was from a person who didn't believe in this stuff and everything else. He he was absolutely stunned because the the he not only saw the nun as solid as you and I, but also the nun spoke to him in a sentence. Did you have a ruler? <laughs> no. <laughs> And then she smacked him. No. That's why it did move. Was, was that the one that came through the sealed door in the green room? Yeah, it came through and through. Yep, and just disappeared. Wow. So I mean, it is a cool place, and there's been other stuff uh, recorded here as well. In fact, we're going to be doing uh, Spirit Quest here again uh, this year. So I'm looking forward to that. And what we're going to have, and and we're actually going to recreate some of the early devices that ghost hunters used for uh, ghost hunting back in the turn of the century. Really? Yeah. So we will be having, we, I have in my little hands the plans to some of these devices. So uh, we are going to recreate them and have them available for a spirit quest, which will be awesome. Oh, cool. very cool. Mm-hmm. And who knows the last time that these have been working before, so, you know, for a hundred years. So I'm really excited about that. And that's going to be uh, September 19th through the 21st. Steve Parsons from the UK will be here, Mr. Parascience, the uh, gold standard in ghost hunting, according to the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. And uh, also a big star on Japanese TV, too. Yes. Yes, he is. Highest rating show. You know, I'll have to dig up a reel-to-reel recorder. I can't go back 100 years, but we can try EVPs with reel-to-reel. I have reel-to-reel. You do? Of course I do. Well, bring it. I'm 100 years old. I of have course. All yes. You know, that's, cool. that's modern day for Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my cell phone? <laughs> Sand crank. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, And we're also going to have Stephen Scott. Right. He is a spiritualist medium, so it's going to be nice. We're going to be doing a red light seance, the original red light seance with the the, uh, booth that they put the medium in. Um, It's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Uh, We'll be doing all the spiritualist things that they'll be that they used to do um, when they first started communicating with spirits and. We're also going to have, on the other side, we have these devices that the first ghost hunters used, and we will be recreating them, hopefully with success. Yes. <laughs> if we can track down the equipment and stuff. So. <laughs> but it, I'm, I'm excited. I looked at some of them. Some of them are pretty amazing, uh, you know, the, the way they're 
built and they spent a lot of time and effort and put these together. Were they electrical, passive? Or? They're electrical, yes, electrical. Oh. It's the turn of the century, beginning of the 19th century. Or now, did, did they start picking up, they, didn't they start picking up EVPs like as soon as, you know, the telephone was invented? Didn't, didn't they say, you know, Alexander Graham Bell, didn't, didn't he pick them up? Not that I know of. I, I thought I had read that somewhere. Maybe there's, crazy. there's a lot of uh, stories about, uh, especially Edison and Spiricon and all that, that may or may not have existed, and basically, I don't think it ever existed. Uh, I don't think there was ever plans for it. Uh, there's a lot of talk about that, but uh, until I've actually seen them, I don't believe they do exist. Um, but I, you know what's the funny thing is, Ian, is I don't, if they wouldn't know what an EVP was, so... I mean, well, it's, it's hard to say. Right. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I would assume that, you know, somebody modern day would have listened and said, well, what was, you know, what was this or what was that? I mean, I don't know. The well, story they, they didn't have anything to record it back then. No, that's true. Right. When did they first get the wired recorders? Uh, I'm not sure. Remember those? The wired recorders? Wire. They recorded on a wire. Well, it's kind of like a record, right? No, it was a the disc, wire. Cylinder disc? It was a steel wire. They recorded on the wire. They recorded on a steel wire? Yeah. Do you know anything about this? I did a little research. I think it was around 30s, 40s. 30s, 40s, huh? Interesting. I, it, you know, don't laugh, but I saw it in an episode of Hogan's Heroes. They were using one. Oh, my God. Wait, then I looked it up on the web, and they, they had them. They were dictaphones <laughs> that were steel wire. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or a magnetic wire, um, and then before that they had the the uh, the records, the wax discs. Now, are you familiar with the the Radoff diode? I can't say it. I'm I'm sure I'm Radoff diode. Heard of it? They actually supposedly have created this diode that could help in spirit communication oh. electronically. There's been doing a lot of research on it. Um, I, Steve doesn't believe that it it's, does anything, but of course he doesn't believe in much anyway. <laughs> well, you know, if if it picked something up in the Faraday cage, you might believe it. Right, sort of. So you know, not picking up radio signals. Right. The um, the interesting thing, I mean, he, he devised and, and works on a lot of experiments. Like, for instance, the, on the uh, K2 meter, we all know about the K2 meter and how the spirits can communicate light and the lights, right? Mm-hmm. Well, last time he was here, him and I talked about uh, building this device, which would be basically a lead box uh, with a glass on the top, uh, like a, for a microwave oven. So that you could see and then put the uh, uh, K2 meter in there and then see if the spirit uh, could really communicate or are you just picking up radio waves. That's a good idea. And which makes a lot well, of sense. It's shielding, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Dr. Alexander McRae did some experiments and did pick up EVPs in a Faraday cage. In a Faraday cage? Yes. He did? Yes. Huh. He's out of Scotland. Uh, it's interesting because uh, that's the same work that, uh, well, a little bit different than, um, what's his name, uh, Hammond. Hammond holds the second number of, uh, second most number of patents in 
on, uh, he's the one of the father of remote control. And what he did at Hammond Castle, in fact, I brought Steve there this past summer, uh, you can still see on the floor where he used to have a medium set in a Faraday cage and so that she couldn't be getting signals from the outside and stuff. So it's kind of interesting. I, I, I know, and I know, I, I think that you should explain to our listeners because maybe there's some people out there that don't know what a Faraday cage is. Okay, okay. I can t- I'll take this one. All right. If okay. you've ever been listening to AM radio like WBZ or something and you go over a bridge and it's one of these bridges with all the metal superstructure over you, you ever notice the radio fades out? And that's because the radio waves at that wavelength can't get through the bridge, the bridge work. So what a Faraday cage is, is the same thing. That's a Faraday cage for a specific uh, lower frequency. Um, you could make a Faraday cage by take a little box, take a box and take window screening, metal window screening, cover the whole box in the screen, top sides and everything. And even at the door, you put window screen around the crack and everything once you're in and make sure it's all grounded and then no radio waves can get in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. that's for Faraday cages. Oh, you can take a colander and put it on your head with a couple of wires and a battery. <laughs> It'll do the same thing. Uh, someone I know has done that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really? We know him, don't we, Ann? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Some, some great mind, probably. The things you see with the taser at home. <laughs> Let's see. I think I think if I go on the Ghost Chronicles page and I go to photos. I don't think so. Let's uh, move right along. I think there might be a picture of someone with such a contraption on their head. Uh, I don't. Anyways, moving right along, um, <laughs> you would have to like Argos Chronicles Next Generation page. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yes, you <he> would. <laughs> and I just, wait a minute, wait a minute, I have to go back to the timeline here. I want you to know, we're up to 457 likes, okay? Whatever. All right. So, make fun so, of me all you like. Whatever. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, what is the next step for EVPs, Jim? I mean, where are we going with it? And your thoughts. I mean, you... <laughs> I just Jim, done... Jim's now giving you a blank stare. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <clue. laughs> I mean, there's so much research. I mean, you know about all the research they're doing. And, and I know you, you, yourself, you have some yeah. of them. The, uh, the phonetic, uh, what do you call People it? People are doing work, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, they're doing work and providing more stuff for the spirits to work with, more raw, raw material. And, you know, it was initially thought that the spirits are working with the white noise, which is all random noise. And in Brazil, they're doing some experiments with uh, what uh, Sonny Rinaldi calls babble tapes which are tapes she made up of just people saying all the phonemes of the uh, Portuguese language, which are all the little basic things. Oh, you're going to have to hold that because uh, we have a Beyond, Beyond Bizarre to play. I forgot we had this in the Uh-oh. show. So uh, time. we're almost running out of time, but we'll, can we play uh, Beyond Bizarre right now? From Valentura. A Child's Story. Anne Parrish, famed American novelist who wrote dozens of award-winning books from the 1920s through the 1950s, was one day browsing through books in a Parisian bookstore. She found a book that had always been a favorite of hers, Jack Frost and Other Stories. 
Delighted to find a memory from her childhood, she was shocked to discover that the inscription within contained her own name and the address of her childhood home in Colorado. A freaky fact from the Book of the Bazaar, available wherever books are sold. Oh, there you go. That's that is pretty bizarre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I, I wanted to ask Jim was, you know, Jim, we have the obelisk now with that digital readout. I mean, you ever think it will get to the point where we can connect a, a digital readout to a recorder and the EVP will actually be just spelled out? I think so. But we'd have to make sure it really was an EVP that we, we were picking up. That's an interesting thing, yeah, right. That would be actually a, a we'll have to try that. Maybe, what if I took the the uh, thing from the uh, obelisk and connected it to a recorder and just played it? What would I get? I have no idea, we should try it. We should. And I'd do it right now, but we've only got one minute left in the show. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and Ron, our special guest has been Jim Stonia, and we, we're talking about EVPs, and um, after this weekend, and we'll no longer be an EVP virgin. I guarantee it. Okay, whatever you say. You uh, will get an EVP, Ann. All right. And you right. will come on this show next Wednesday. You'll be so excited. You'll have a okay. glow about you and think your right. thoughts. Oh, whoa. Whoa, what? wait a minute. Wait. Why are we getting pizza from the bed dead now? Pizza from the bed. That's that good, means too. Two minutes but... left. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's funny. It's okay. It's okay, Roy. We forgive you. <laughs> we do? All right, I forgive him. All right, so we've got two minutes left back in the show now. Let's draw everybody back in again. <laughs> we got a BS for two more minutes. No. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Jim, we, before we played the Bjorn Bazaar, you were talking a little bit about the Italians and some of the crap that they were working on. You mean the Brazilians? <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I had a Brazilian once. Uh, yeah, she's doing EVPs and actually phone calls, she says, um, by setting up four speakers around the microphone. Each speaker is playing the babble tape at a different start at a different point, and the feeling is uh, she's getting some good results with the spirits able to put together the phonemes into uh, into words. Hmm. So I don't understand how, I, that, how does that work? How does it work? Yeah, how does it work? You get four different babble things. Why would that make a difference? I don't know. The the spirit is taking what it wants, just like it does with the white noise. It takes what it wants and makes the uh, voice with it. Okay. So I can put the piece. I'm experimenting myself with this. Oh, this will be interesting. Uh, we've got what, about a minute left. We'll probably end it now. Uh, now, so. and, and I mean, when I, when I worked, I used to work for a chiropractor and dictated notes into a voice recognition system. So I would think it would be very interesting to set something up like that in an empty room. Yeah. And, and see, what it get, see what you get. Yeah. Sorry. In fact, Jim and I are supposed to be working on a... a uh, uh, setting up a voice recognition, uh, not recognition, whatever the hell it recognition. is. Recognition. No, actually, one of those ones that, like, Dragon, that you, you type in. And right, see Dragon, if, uh, actually speaking. Okay, now we're so, going to get the tunes. we got to go. <laughs> okay, so it's time for Tony Tunes, and it's time to say goodbye. So uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in, and uh, 
we want to thank Jim Stonia for joining us. And and uh, we're going to have a good weekend. And uh, honest to God, I swear you're going to get an EVP this week. I promise you that. I hope so. I hope so. I know it's going to happen. It will. All right. There you go. So anyways, till next time, good night and God bless everyone. Good night. good night. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. This is.